What if you were born with a disease that you always knew would kill you? And then what if all of a sudden you were given a second chance? Well, that's exactly what happened to me. And it's the question that we explore on the new podcast series, Breathless from Snack Labs. Join me, Jeremy Saunders, for a series that explores what it means to live and die, to love and to lose, and what it's like to have your whole life turned upside down and the unexpected challenges that come with a life-saving drug. You can listen to Breathless now, wherever you get your podcasts. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome in. It's Dr. Jody Carrington here, and you are listening to the Everyone Comes From Somewhere podcast. It is only in its second week. The first week has blown us away. We are new to this podcasting world, and I got to tell you, uh, I am just so grateful to everyone who's listened and shared and liked. And because of that, I would love to build this community even bigger and better this very week. So we're going to release two shows today. Buckle up, my friends, uh, because I have something special in store today. And here's my big ask. Uh, this has become my new favorite thing on the planet, and I would only love it to grow. How we do that best, as I understand it, is all you got to do if you haven't yet is to follow us. There's a little plus button at the top of this Apple podcast world. And if you just plus, press the plus, you will follow along. Like, share, do all the rest of those things. But please follow us so that you'll know when all the next episodes drop every Thursday. <sighs> and enjoy these two today. Let's start here, where I think the answer begins for everything and everybody in the place of acknowledgement. Indigenous peoples in this country have taught me the most about what acknowledgement truly means. So everything that I've created for you happened here on Treaty 7 land, which is now known as the center part of the province of Alberta. It is home to the Blackfoot Confederacy, made up of the Siksika, the Kainai, the Pikani, the Tatina First Nation, the Stony Nakoda First Nation, and the Métis Nation Region 3. It is always my honor, my privilege mostly, to raise my babies on this land where so much sacrifice was made, and to build a community, invite a community in, talk about hard things, as we together learn and unlearn about the most important things, that we were never meant to do any of this alone. Welcome back. Welcome in to this episode of Everyone Comes From Somewhere podcast with me, Dr. Jody Carrington. 
All right, listen, I'm feeling a little bit saucy today. Uh, and uh, I think we need to talk about stories. Uh, I think we need to talk about the stories that we tell ourselves. Because I think oftentimes what happens... Okay, so I was thinking today about relationships and about stories and about like the stories that are in our heads and how we show up in relationships. And I think how you talk to yourself matters so much. But the heart of it that we don't talk a lot about, I think, is emotional regulation, how we have um, the ability to stay regulated in times of distress. Because when you are emotionally regulated, when you're calm, you have access to the best parts of yourself, including the best stories that you have about yourself. So you think about when you've been in your best place, when you're calm and you feel confident and competent and you're surrounded by people that you know and love or that you've done something well in a day, the story that you have in your head, like I'm pretty amazing or I'm a good dad or I'm a good friend or I'm a good, is so much easier to access. When you're feeling shitty, when you're feeling sort of out of control, when you're like, I, I, I don't think I made a good choice here. I'm a bit of an idiot. Fuck. I'm so fat. I'm such a dumb. Why nobody would ever, what do I have to offer this world? I think what we mistake sometimes we try to change the thoughts and change the behaviors and do all of those things from a cognitive behavioral perspective. But what we miss so much of the time is the neurological underpinning, which is really what's happening in our brain to be able to sort of get us back to this place. Okay. And so the model around being able to be emotionally regulated comes back to sort of, again, the stories that you have, but who has walked you through some of those things? So if I think, let me, I'm, I'm going to tell you a story first about, I, I, I feel like this story had to make it onto the podcast somehow, and then I'm going to explain to you why. So this is a, this is the famous story of the cup she bathing suit. Okay. Now I'm just, just a minute. I'm warming up. No, you don't need to cut that. That was a very perfect part of the whole thing. What is important about the cup she bathing suit story is that I, I'm going to give it to you because I've only told it on the Feeling Scene book tour. I've never told it on a stage, but certainly it feels like it needs to make the podcast, okay? So, uh, and what I want you to think about is the story that's going on in my head this whole time, okay? So we go... This is a weekend, uh, my children, my personal husband and I, the children want to go to the West Edmonton Mall. Now, if you're not from Alberta, Canada, uh, West Edmonton Mall is like a, it's a super mall. And, and what happens in it is there's thousands of maybe hundreds of stores and uh, a water park with water slides and uh, a theme park and a mini golf and uh, all kinds of shit you can do, okay? And the children love to go there. I am not such a fan. I'm, I'm a fan of the shopping, but what they really love is a water park. Now, this water park was created in like 1972, and I feel like they haven't upgraded it at all, all right? But what happens when you go to this water park is, like in any water park, it's a cesspool of, of people in a great big bathtub frolicking who just can pee at any t there are things shooting out of orifices at, that you're just supposed to not pay mind to, okay? And if you have children while you're frolicking, you don't have time because somebody's drowning or hitting each other or whatever. And so when you stop to think about what a water park really encompasses, other than making memories for your family, um, it's a fucking disaster. So, uh, but the children really love this. They want to go. And my husband really weirdly really loves this too. So should we go to the West Edmonton Mall water park? Yes, we should. 
Now, I the story that I struggle with quite often is, am I a good mom? Do I, my desire to chase my dreams and do amazing things, uh, I, I sometimes love being, doing my work more than I love being a parent. And so I question about, you know, whether I'm a shitty mom or not. So when the children want to do something desperately, I get into this headspace of, of course, we're going to do this for you because you're, this is what I do. This is what good parents do. They do the things that make their children happy. So, yep, let's load up and go to the West Edmonton Mall. So I'm trying to change the way I think about this because it's going to be so fun and we're going to enjoy everything. So I pack all the lovely things for the children. Uh, I, I, I get the matching bathing suits so we can get fucking Instagram pictures and I pack my own bathing suit, which I sometimes like late at night scroll the the website called The Cup She. Now, this is not a sponsored podcast by Cup She uh, because I don't think after this story nobody's ever going to sponsor me. Uh, but that's fine. What happened is uh, on Cup She, it's a, it's a bathing suit. Bathing suits are fucking expensive. I don't know if you guys know this, but I don't understand. It's a very small piece of material that generally speaking, if you want one that's going to hold shit together, it's too handy. Okay. Now I'm not, I'm not into that because I don't really put a lot. I, I don't, if I'm going to spend every day in a bathing suit, 200 feels justified. But when I am only going to strap that bitch on maybe twice a year, reluctantly, I'm not, I want something that's going to reflect the amount of time it physically touches my body. So I'm looking at about 20 bucks. Okay. Now, lucky for me, there's a website called Cupshe that has, $20 to $30 bathing suits. If you want to get fancy, $35.99, okay? Now, they look phenomenal on the models. And so I, I order a few, maybe a couple, okay? And there's some plunging uh, necklines and some uh, th offers to suck in while pushing up options. And I think, perfect. These are This is what I need for the West Edmonton Mall. So I, I order one. Now, I don't have time to try it on before we go because, of course, I'm the mother of the year and I was packing snacks and doing all the shit. And so we're get, getting in the car. That kind of things were happening. And so we were late and the children want to get there fast. So we get there. Now, the other thing that the West Edmonton Mall offers is uh, theme rooms. Now, you got to book early to get the desired theme room, like the space room or uh, the Polynesian room. If you don't book early, you get the, the riffraff at the end, which is the truck room. Okay. Now we got the truck room. Kids are jacked. There's a hot tub in a truck room that was built in uh, 1987 uh, with jets that have things in their They've been sucked in there that you probably don't want to shoot out, but you know, I put the kids in first and, uh, you know, anyway, so there's, there's a truck and the, the benefit is you sleep in the bed of a truck in this room. Okay. With, and there's stoplight, there's mirrors on the ceilings. It is so fucking weird. Okay. But the kids are excited. Okay. So scrubby jet tub, Everything's exciting. We get into this room. Yep. Okay. Let's listen. The water, the water park's closed. We're going to get up very early and go. 
to the water park. Now it doesn't open till 10, but everybody's up at six. So we're going to frolic and play games, get in a jet tub, get out of a jet tub, get in a jet tub, get out of the jet tub. And then all of a sudden it's 945. Fuck, we got to go to the water park. The kids are down the hall yelling, mom, come on. Let's go. So I get them on their matching bathing suits and I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, I got to get mine out. Still got the tag. So I rip off the cup sheet tag and I, I put it on fast and very quickly, I recognize that there's been some false advertising, okay? The the model, I thought, had considerable-sized cans like myself, except I'm going to guess now hers were Ds and mine are Gs. And so there's a few letters in there that I didn't account for, okay? So the triangle that covers her Ds is not sufficient to cover a higher letter in the alphabet. But I hear the children yelling. And so I I pull it up also, this is the other problem. So not only, but I mean, it's fine. It's not gross. It's not inappropriate. I don't think anybody's gonna maybe not serve me at the canteen. Like it's still... Still good. Okay. So if I, if you suck it up a bit tighter around your neck, it kind of sandwiches things into your armpits, which I mean, quite honestly, doesn't look bad. Okay. So then uh, it's fine. So then I, I get that all sorted out. And then I, what I also realize is that the, these are the new kind. I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but like they pucker uh, a wee bit in the back to make you sort of look like you got a bit more of a booty, uh, which is so nice for people who, who have, uh, something to rest on. Uh, but what happened in, in my particular case is you then had to make a choice about which cheek you wanted to cover because there was no, you had to go straight up the middle, which I felt wasn't an option for our family adventure. Um, but then now there's not two, two sides. And so you kind of got to go to the left or to the right. And I was like, fuck, I can't do this. So back to this point of the story is now what is happening with the story in my head? Okay. If I was in an emotionally regulated state, understanding that I, I birthed three children, I'm, I'm probably 45 years old in this story. I'm healthy. Uh, I'm relatively fit. Uh, I'm married to a, a remarkable human being and we have three healthy children who just want to go frolic in a water pool. Like I, and I slept in a fucking truck. Okay. Come on. You be grateful, bitch. And so I, I'm not, I'm not grateful. I'm not grateful. I'm not regulated. All I start to think about is, holy, you're a fatty. And how, how could you ever go down to, your kids are going to be embarrassed. Your, your, your nip's going to pop out. I, I can't, I'm going home. That's what I thought in my head. And then I thought, I'm going to go to a bath- another bathing suit store. And I'm like, I can't. I'm saying to Aaron, I can't wear this down there. And the kids are like, Mom, you look amazing. Let's just go. And I'm like, you know what? So then I dropped my shoulders. And I took a deep breath. And I thought, you know what? I can't tell. I can't tell the children how to be comfortable with their body. I got to fucking show them. So let's go. I slammed that. I picked the left cheek. And I threw on my shorts. And away we go. Okay. So also in my head, I was thinking, who's going to know me anyway? 
Like we're going to be at West Edmonton Mall. It's going to be fine. So we get in there. And I, I'm now, I'm now regulated. Okay. Because I was also, uh, we also got a coffee on the way down. So I'm having a, a bit of a, um, you know, I'm, I'm sipping coffee. So I'm regulated. The children are getting along because we're giving them what they want. So they're regulated. I'm sort of a fan of my husband. And so then we get into this park. Yeah. And then now we have to take the clothes off. And so now I start to think, okay, fuck. It's, it's fine. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's so fine. And then I realized like, Jesus Christ, as we're walking, I picked the left cheek, but the bathing suit has a mind of its own. It shoots the back end to the middle, even if I wanted to choose which cheek it doesn't, it doesn't allow me anymore. It's shooting on its own. So you know what? I go with it. It's a thong. And that's okay. Okay. That's okay. I'm thinking about all the people I follow on Instagram, body positivity, body positivity, body positivity, shake it, shake it. You got it. And then (laughs) I just get very quickly into the wave pool. And as I am sitting there frolicking with my children, somebody says to me, Dr. Carrington, is that you? (laughs) No. No, it's not. And I closed my eyes, just hoping that then she would go away too. But she didn't. And then she wanted to take a photograph. (laughs) Have you ever taken a photograph in the water, ma'am? I asked her. Here, just get down here. Kneel down beside me. She didn't want to do that. So we had to stand up and I had to turn and make sure my nipples were in. Anyways, it was fine. The point of this story, uh, which I'm going to get to eventually, is that um, we think that people either have a story in their head that they're great and they're okay or that they're pieces of shit. And we sort of think that that is a long walk from I'm emotionally regulated, amazing human being to uh, how, how do I even dare show my face in public? It is, uh, can I just tell you right now, it is the shortest walk. In fact, you are, t- on any given day, you're straddling the line. You are like, in one minute, you're like, don't fucking mess with me, bitch. Barbie movie vibes. I am saving the world. Shit. Call me doctor. Daddy. <laughs> Too far? <laughs> and then in the next minute, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry you had to marry me, Aaron. If you want to cheat on me, it's okay. I get it because fucking look at me, kids. I'm sorry. I tried so hard. I got a Peloton and a, a treadmill and I, I had a smoothie today. It's not working. Fuck. I'm sorry. If you guys want a different mom, it's okay. That's, that line is so fine. You know what I mean? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So anyway, the story is, uh, Olivia says to me in this moment, mom, let's go in the tube slide. Now, those words, when they were uttered, let's go on the tube slide, offered a reprieve from the fans. <sighs> Two of them that wanted to capture this moment. Uh, and so I was really interested, first of all. And then as soon as I remembered, then I had to walk to the tube slide. And I started to consider the amount of effort it was going to take to keep the cup she bathing suit intact on all like there's basically three points that you need to be concerned about, right? The the two nips and the back end. So it is a bit of a trifecta that I that you I mean, I, I just want you to imagine, you know, sort of balancing that. I mean, as the, the center point would probably be your belly button and you're trying to like get all of the three parts I'm showing you right now. I know you guys probably are watching closely and you're trying to get it. And, and at that point, uh, she, I said, you know what, Liv, I don't, I don't think mommy's just going to take a break here in the wave pool. I'm just going to stay, uh, neck deep here for, I don't know, maybe the next couple hours. And, uh, she's like, you don't even love me. You only do stuff with the boys. All I ever ask you to do, you know what? Why don't you just go back on the road? Holy fuck. How to kick a girl when she's down. So I, I just stood up like I was just coming out of the, like, what is that movie where, uh, cocoon and they just rise up like they've, they found youth again. I just, I just owned it. I just owned it. I even tucked her up a bit tighter in the back end. Fucking letter buck. Give me that tube. I'll show you Livy. So during the walk up the stairs, I was owning it, you know, and I, there was a few people looking. I was like, mm -hmm, you're welcome. And then again, this is the next switch into back into the abyss of I'm a piece of shit because uh, Olivia, uh, this is just right after COVID. And so they still wouldn't let you go two to a tube because <laughs> you might catch something if you're two to a tube, despite the fact that I was just floating in snot and piss of every kid in central Alberta. But you be goddamned if I'm going to put two to a tube. Okay, somebody just might lick each other in that tube. Anyway, so they explained to my daughter, you, you have to go in the tube by yourself. Oh, devastation all around. I don't know if I can do it. I'm like, look at my eyes. We are powerful women, Olivia. We are confident and strong. You can go down and we love our bodies and you can go down on your own. Okay, you can do it. Mommy's going to just be right behind you. Okay. So she gets in the tube and she shoots down and she looks terrified. I'm like, you got it, babe. So then I quickly, I sit in my tube and I, here's a tip for free. If you are going to go on a tube slide, get your tube as close to the line before you sit in it. 
Because what happens if you are, if you weigh more than the tube, <laughs> which is not hard to do, okay? And you have a cupshe bathing suit that doesn't cover a lot of the surface area of your buttocks. What happens is when you sit in the tube, you it's skin on uh, on slide. Okay? So I was sitting there waiting my turn because I just I I didn't I mean, it's COVID. You can't touch anybody. You can't do anything like that. So the young feller there working the tube slide, maybe 16, okay, doing his best. His name was Logan, all right? He gives me the nod. It's my turn. And now I try to move, but I'm stuck. So I got a couple of options. I can roll out of the tube, which I'm very sure will provide Logan with a like a sure look at at least one nip. And I don't want to do that to this guy, you know, because this isn't like um, like a Jennifer Coolidge moment. This is a I'm sorry, you're going to need therapy moment. And I don't I mean, I don't I wouldn't want anybody to do that to my kids. So I. What I do instead for Logan and for me is I just start to buck wildly. I mean, not right, right out of the gate. I don't buck wildly. I just try to like skid, <laughs> skid along the bottom. I'm showing you right now in my chair. And it's, I mean, sadly, it's not working. <laughs> it's not. So I have to give her a little more gusto. All right. And Logan, bless him, is looking at me and he says, ma'am, fuck you. He called me ma'am. It's your turn. I said, I'm aware, Logan. And I, he can't touch me because I would love for him to just maybe give me a, a, a boost. Can't, won't come off his stand. All right, fine, fuck you then. So then I buck like it's my job, and I get up there, finally move the tube, huh? And I, I'm i now thinking Olivia is probably in a state of psychosis because, uh, I mean, this, this whole process has taken at least fucking 20 minutes. Just joking, but a little longer. And I shoot myself out of the gate with a lot of force. And now what also uh, I'll tell you about water slides is that the heavier you are, the faster you go. And so I, uh, I shot out of that like a cannon and I picked up some speed around the first curve. And I don't know if anybody's ever been so concerned that you were going to shoot over the side. I don't, I've never really heard of a report about this where people exit the water slide early, you know, like I, I think they, they think about it from an engineering perspective. They make the, the sides high enough. I don't think they accounted for, I mean, this is what was going on in my head again. I don't know that they accounted for a cup, she bathing suit, a voluptuous woman who is anxious to get down a slide. I don't know that they put all those variables together because I, I came up the side of that water slide, uh, and there was for sure at least uh, a couple of limbs hanging over 
at one point. Like for sure they came over. I was going so fast up over one side and I've just closed my eyes for the, for the best. Now, the other thing at the very end of <clears throat> some water slides and I, and I'd really like to just, if there's any water slide uh, designers out there listening, I'd like to just make a recommendation for, uh, for the, for the mental health of uh, mothers who are trying to make memories with their children, don't put a, don't put a dip, like a, an extra dip at the end. Because what happens is when you go down the slide at the end, you're just supposed to like coast in, but because you have went down the dip, what happens is you create a Sioux fucking Nami. Okay. So you're doing this for your children and then you just want to sort of coast in and everybody ooh, clapping. No, no, no. For me, there is a plethora of water that has gathered, okay, behind me, shooting me forward. And when I suddenly skid into the end, what do you think happens to the fucking tidal wave that I have built up behind me? Where do you think that's going to go? You got it right over my fucking head and I splash the tiny children and their fucking CrossFit moms all lined up ready to make memories and I so now I, I'm drenched I the good news is when you're under that much water you have some time to put your nips back in <clears throat> to save Logan's brother who's working down at the bottom uh some trauma so I get everything back in there. And all I can think in my head is I'm never doing this again. Olivia is obviously, I don't know, her soul is crushed somewhere. I, I'm, I get, now I got to get up out of the tube. Like, fuck you. You got to work out. That's it. I'm never eating again. Uh, and I stand up and I see my daughter and this is maybe the best memory I ever have of her. And I, I'm about ready to cry because I'm just so mad at myself for like life. And I look at my daughter and she puts both hands up in her hair and she's like, yeah, mom. And I'm like, yeah, Libby. And in that moment, I sort of have this, this thought, right? Of like, do you see how, how much your thoughts cycle in the run of one experience? And my point to this is, <laughs> is there a fucking point to this episode? That's the question. Is we are so hard on ourselves so many times. And when we look at people who have like body positivity um, pages, when we look at people who, you know, do their very best, when people say to me, you know, you look like you're confident all the time. How do you do this? Um, you know, you look at everybody's highlight reels on Instagram. Oh my God, you're making memories. You know, we're all fucking disasters 98% of the time. Okay. So let's a normalize that B our, our biggest job I think is to be much more conscious of the times that we can settle in on purpose to stepping on the side of that line. That is the closest to reality, which is when we're regulated, which is when we can take an honest look at here I am, this 45-year-old woman. I am healthy enough and well enough to be 
in a bathing suit with my children and my husband at a water park. And we have the ability to make memories and enjoy and do all these kind of things. The conscious effort it's going to take in the next days, weeks, months, years, in fact, the remainder of our lives, when we constantly get inundated by others' opinions and thoughts and ideas before we even get out of bed in the morning. You know, I there's there's a lot of conversation around media and social media and, you know, is it wrecking our kids? Um, it's fucking wrecking the big people because we didn't grow up with this. And we've now suddenly stepped into a place where everything that we do is measured by everybody else. And we have a constant need for comparison. And I mean, people have said this all the time. Comparison is a thief of all joy. Is it, is it good to be able to sort of keep you on the, tra uh, the track? Should you, you know, sort of question yourself and all of those things? That's not what this is about. It is really the inundation of trying to sort of live your best self your best life. And it really is found in those regulated, clear moments. And if left to our own devices, we will much more easily default to all the things that are wrong than all the things that are right. Know that that happens in your brain and the people that you're, you know, if you're listening to this while you're walking or you're driving, I mean, just look around or think about somebody who you love. Everybody gets in that place way more often than they should that I'm not enough, I'm too this, I'm too that, I should try harder, blah, 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 blah. All of those things are critical to consider at one point, but what I would love to do is flip the script. I'd love you to spend so much more time in that place of, look at how lucky this world is to have me. Look at how much I have to offer this world. Look at how much my ability to nod at the mom who's crying in the corner or to give the kid uh, a compliment or to notice how great it is the person that I'm married to or how phenomenal my child is because they held the door open. When we change that internal focus to an external focus, like there's this sort of, if we think about an egocentric and an, uh, um, like a sort of a, an outside, the, the dystonic way of operating or the syntonic way of operating, is, is really such a key factor in considering our mental health. The more anxious and depressed you become, the more internally focused you are. And you are so worried about every thought and feeling, and I'm too fat, I'm too dumb. Um, is that my heart rate racing? Um, is that, oh God, I think I got a tumor. Oh Jesus, I'm going to die. You, in that moment, you only have a, a, um, a limited sense of, of being able to attend to something, okay? So if you are choosing to use 100% of that capacity focused on all the things going on in your body, you will find all the things that are wrong and you get overwhelmed by that. If you choose deliberately on purpose to be like, now, I mean, this is a fundamental basis of meditation, to look at the light that you see in front of you, or you listen to the sound of the fan or the birds, if you notice somebody over there and you think that person's a beautiful, that person's amazing, I wonder if that guy's okay. In those moments of switching that focus internally to externally, you actually give yourself reprieve in that way and you ground yourself in the present. And in the present, you then have access to the best parts of yourself. And so even in that cup she bathing suit, I'm very aware that I can say things to my children that they'll never forget. I can give a compliment to somebody, to Logan, uh, that that 
Bug probably needs right now because he watched his mom get in a, a massive fight with his stepdad that morning. And some kid told him he was a piece of shit. But I can say thanks so much for helping me out today. I love that T-shirt. You look amazing today. What? And in that moment, it doesn't change who I am, what I look like. What, any of those things won't change particularly. But what happens in my body and what I get to see in the world is so important for my own mental health, my own longevity, and what I then have to do and give away to the people I love and I lead and I work for and work with. Yeah? I think that's the fundamental basis of fostering healthy relationships, knowing your ability to do that, to switch back into that present because that's where we get the best parts of yourself. And guess what? Your people deserve the best parts of you. The ones you love the most, your children, your partners, your colleagues, they deserve the best parts of you. And, and will you have times where you're frolicking in your head about all the shit that you're not and you're not doing? Yeah, 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 it's okay. I mean, give yourself grace in those ways. I just want you to notice the times that you're able to switch back into those moments because I think, uh, I really think that's probably one of the most important skills that you'll have. And the more you practice it, the better you'll get at it. And the better you'll be for it, as will the people who love you. Thanks for tuning in today. Uh, I'm so grateful that you're here. Uh, and uh, everybody, everyone comes from somewhere. But I'm so glad I found you right here. I'll see you back here next time. I'm a registered clinical psychologist. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Just here in beautiful Alberta, Canada. The content created and produced in this show is not intended as specific therapeutic advice. The intention of this podcast is to provide information, resources, some education, and hopefully a little hope. The Everyone Comes From Somewhere podcast by me, Dr. Jody Carrington, is produced by Brian Seaver, Taylor McGilvery, and the amazing Jeremy Saunders at Snack Labs. Our executive producer is the one and only, my Marty Piller. Our marketing strategist is Caitlin Benito. And our PR big shooters are Des Vano and Barry Cohen. Our agent, the 007 guy, is Jeff Lonis from the Talent Bureau. And my emotional support during the taping of these credits uh, was and is and will always be my son, Asher.